0: Heaven high?
1: Heaven high. Ah.
0: What a palaver, Nick. What a palaver.
1: This recording nonsense is getting more difficult as the ages go past. Soon. Soon I think I'll just revert to scratching it into those old wax cylinders we've talked about before, because at least I don't have to worry about pulse audio not multiplexing with a wax cylinder.
0: Episode one eight eight rumdoings dot dot for Facebook. I can never let do it properly. Facebook Rumdoings at Facebook.com. No, that's wrong. <laughs> no. At podcast dot com podcast at rumdoings.com. Yes
1: Podcast at Rumdoings.com.
0: Podcast at
1: Rumdoings.com You do realise that at some point getting your probably just woke
0: up the baby shouting, man. Get, getting URLs wrong would be considered I know it's, a little bit gauche. I know it is extremely gauche, mm. but I, I was annoyed with myself, but that time it was actually by mistake.
1: It's the all or senility.
0: Uh yes indeed. Uh what else is there? Um dot com. You probably already know because that that, you found the podcast.
1: That's a difficult one. Uh on, on iTunes it's called Rum Doings and Twitter. Facebook
0: dot com forward slash rumdoings.
1: And Twitter, oddly enough,
0: is At Rum Doings. Yeah. So it's not that it's difficult. All good. Surprise? It's not that tough, is it? You can find us. I
1: am surprised we've got rumdoings.com, rumdoings.co.uk, rumdoings.net, Oh, we got all the rumdoings domains.
0: That's because I know someone who runs an internet company that can buy those things on the cheap.
1: And what's weird is that nobody had got gotten them. Because usually with dot-coms, every common phrase or combination is was gotten in 1994 or something. So it's
0: a bit We hard. really ought to register bumpoings.
1: Yes, we have to do that. As
0: almost everyone I know refers to it as... Now, talking about
1: bumpooings Topic! This is, this is the uh, pre-election bumpooing. Yes, this is pre-election special. Yeah, very special. We, do, you know, do you know the sad thing? Do you what? know the, oh my God, you're going to be dead soon thing? hmm This is the second Rom-doings pre-election special. <laughs>
0: yes. That's what I say to that. Hey, Nick, mm-hmm. do you have a national erection? Well,
1: I mean, you know, it's never been called national before, but certainly regional.
0: That's good. The topic mm-hmm. Today's topic is mm-hmm. how dare Prince William have named his baby anything other than her royal Dianaus Diana the Princess of Dianania?
1: I won't talk about the How Dare topic, but uh, were the bookies taking odds that she would have Diana as a middle name? They must have
0: Apparently, been. Apparently, I, 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 I was up with Toby very early this morning, so I saw... Tobias, Diana, Charles, Elizabeth II. <laughs> That's yeah. right. Mm-hmm. Uh, I saw some, what, what I believe the common people call breakfast television. Oh, right. Television that you, that you eat in the morning. That's right. So the BBC One breakfast television uh, kept going to regional stuff and I was on HD so it didn't work.
1: It's your region, it's your region, it's, it's your region. region.
0: So then I went to ITV and the man Ben Shepherd from off of Tipping Point was sat there looking dead-eyed as a, a lady next to him got very excited about the main headline of the day. And <laughs> the headline of the day, it says main headline, main lead headline. story or whatever, it said underneath, Prince, royal princess still not named.
1: Main headline. Some Nepalese that was the are a bit.
0: Lead news of the day. Some but they ne- did say... some,
1: some Nepalese are a bit dead. Anyway. <laughs>
0: the top. Player Bible or whatever. The top story. Uh, the top name, sorry, was Alice, apparently, according to the, what I saw in the news this morning. Mm-hmm. But Diana, the odds on Diana were slashed, were crashing down during the day. But there it was, just snuck in at the end. You just snuck in. You know, uh, Charlotte's a bit of a common
1: name. It's a sort of thing that was considered posh. About five years ago and now is considered a little bit, you know, the sort of thing that... Um, the ordinary people. The use ordinary it, people are using in in, in ever so uh, increasing numbers. It's a bit of an Emma name now. Nick, I'm drinking an alcoholic beverage. From Rumdoings. What's wrong with you, man?
0: I know! It's a what beer.
1: It? What sort of beer?
0: It's... Um, uh, uh, Sam Adams.
1: Mm-mm. Samuel Adams, I should have a little bit of whiskey actually, just to calm my nerves. But...
0: Do you have some within reach? Uh,
1: actually, I may well do. But, uh, shout I'll... to
0: your daughter to bring you some.
1: <laughs> I'll shout to her. Can you bring me some naughty adult drink, Judy? As she calls it.
0: Bring, bring, bring Daddy the special apple juice. <laughs> yes.
1: Well, no, she knows that juice is very bad for you. So, I'll actually, if I had a choice, uh, I would suggest look, that's the drink that you can drink, and that's the drink that's the apple juice.
0: That's true. Right, so, so we need to ooh, talk about
1: pulling thread. the last... Last, l- and no to follow, so. <laughs> the last... Say say something about tea th- junction, we're at the tea junction tea. <laughs> the last a drink with jam and minority. bread, and then, and then go, and then go, dough, and then I'll say, oh, bring us back to dough. Dough, do. dough. Do. The, the
0: last oppressed minority. Oppressed minority Christians. Tea, a drink with jam and bread. Yeah, Christians. It's not, it's not Christians. No? even less smokers even even less respected and recognized than smokers Ooh,
1: uh i don't know then
0: it's cyclists nick
1: oh yes of course
0: precious magical cyclists
1: (laughs) you're about to lose you're about to lose victoria as a listener to good when was that when last did victoria ride a bicycle she was very angry with you on your tweet rage, your nigel is farage your nigel Farage. Na- nigel farage agrees with you about cyclists by the way so it's about time you did join the U- united kingdom independence party because they hate cyclists as well here's an important
0: thing to say about cyclists mm-hmm. they are all morons just like all motorists are morons mm. this is really important i i am so beyond fed up of this stupid preciousness and also, calling yourself a cyclist, first of all, is ridiculous. I don't call myself a motorist because I drive a car. Yes, you do. It's just a way you... It's a thing you well, do. No, it's not your killer. personality.
1: Well, with you, I think it does reveal your personality. Does it? You see...
0: Oh, when it, um, I drive reverend,
1: reveals my personality. Reverend social justice worker suddenly, yeah. turn, suddenly turns into Mr. Horrible Ukip Hyde when he goes, gets behind the wheel. I'm not that,
0: Ukip when I'm behind the wheel. I'm just... I'm righteous. No, you're more BNP. That's right. I'm far more BMP behind the wheel.
1: Yes, it doesn't actually it doesn't matter what wheel. If it's a shopping trolley's wheel, or probably Toby's buggy as well. I've never seen you behind Toby's buggy.
0: What the hell is happening? Is your house just that was my open? very creaky chair as I rearranged myself. How I was just rearranging how's my the on the chair. How's the weight? It's it's coming. We're back on the wagon.
1: Is it working, or do I need I to give you so. a little kick? I don't think so. There are little kicks I can do, so if you find you're plateauing, um, tell me and I'll apply the electric.
0: I want you to be a brave man, and I want you to acknowledge that your wife is in the wrong for once. Ah, because she, she's this, never wrong. This, <laughs> this ludicrous preciousness. Sorry, can, can you tell me has... Preciousness.
1: Has, has uh, Laura ever been wrong about anything ever? Would Every time she been? utters. Okay, fair. Anything that's not science. And as I far have as
0: a framed... <laughs> I have a framed certificate... Uh-huh. And I swear this is true. I could listen. Mm-hmm. See? A yep. frame certificate that reads, This mm-hmm. certificate hereby certifies that, on occasions more frequently than she'd like to admit, Laura Walker is in fact wrong. And then she signed it. <laughs> when did you get that? A couple of years ago. Yeah,
1: but I wonder... It sounds like it's got an expiry date, because I don't <laughs> think that's the sort of thing she would say now.
0: So yes, mm. the... This I've tweeted so many things about wanting to blow up motorists or drive people off the road or mm. kill people behind the wheel. Mm. So, like Either celebrations or crickets. Yes. I make a joke about running over a cyclist who's going down a 70 mile an hour dual carriageway when there is a separate, safe, sectioned off, private cycle path to the left and I'm the new Hitler. But she got, it, this Victoria wasn't angry with you
1: because you thought that it was illegal for cyclists to cycle onto carriage the carriageway
0: i said i said is it legal to run them over and then back over them again is what i said i didn't suggest it was illegal for them to be there mm. i was just checking whether it was okay for me to murder them because they're there but the fact that you oh, almost honestly, not... the preciousness about yeah. this is oh. absolutely revolting it's nice get over yourself you're, you're
1: so you should just go and join gamergate really because you're about the same um,
0: <laughs> yeah you, you know uh, move your phone away now my phone's not doing anything it's, I, think, I can hear your telephone i think it's your phone actually. my phone never does that my phone is very well behaved
1: sod's law i think your phone is basically d- 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 ding.
0: It's, it's not, not. never mind i'm it's- perfect
1: yeah um so this election that we're so-called being about to so called talking abouting so-called
0: <laughs> i didn't realize it was so elusive it does feel elusive um you decided yesterday that Cameron's going to win. Justify this.
1: Well, firstly, um, looking at the poll of polls, it's quite clear that he is gaining momentum and the Labour Party is losing it. Uh, there, there's no ambiguity about right. that. Of course, we're just talking about matters of degree. So the, uh, Cameron will have the largest uh, party at, after the election. There's, that, there's no doubt about that. I would bet a lot of money on that. The 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 Labour Party will not gain more votes than the Tories. Or if it does, it'll be an extraordinary bet your mortgage thing on it. Well, are you, according are, to the are latest, you prepared to agree to that?
0: According to the latest BBC poll of polls, it's 34% con, 33% lab. So I would say no, I am not prepared to agree with you on that. No, so that's I'm way sorry, too close. it's
1: not way too close because Tories are always more embarrassed to admit it. So that's that true that, too. that that always hides, and Although from my it's two not two two the onwards, case
0: anymore with your Tony B liars, is yes, that
1: still the case? yeah, it is very much the case. Uh, it's not fashionable to admit that you're a Tory, um, and whilst even if even if that's only a one percent, that's enough. And almost every single poll, except for a few very weird outliers, have shown the Tories consistently, albeit marginally, ahead. And I think there is statistical significance in their slight lead. So I would. I would bet any money now, up up to probably the value of my mortgage that the <laughs> Tories will be in the lead. The only thing we'll be arguing about is the degree to which they'll be in the lead. Okay? I
0: agree that the Tories will come out in the lead. I'm look, looking at the it, I'm looking at the graph of the polar polls. and yes, it's in the last uh between if you go from March to now they swap places and that always happens
1: with incumbents it gets closer and closer and closer so unless the incumbent does something really stupid um mm-hmm. the incumbent only gains towards the end that's that's the way it happens and and there's nothing unusual there's been nothing extraordinary um mr cameron hasn't come out as needing any particular number of cream teas and so forth <laughs> so, so i think we we'd say that will happen um and then it gets a little bit more mystical. I will admit. Well, there, this is true. And here's the mystical bit. You know, when you ludicrously argued that if Scotland left the uh, left the United Kingdom, they'd somehow magically find their way back into the European Union, despite all the rules, they wouldn't have to use the euro, despite all the rules, they wouldn't have to abide by the Schengen Agreement, despite all the rules, yes. and so on. You said an arrangement would be made. There's just there was just something about the politics of the situation that meant that things would slot into place. Mm-hmm. I have that same feeling now about the Tories. If they win and they have the greatest majority...
0: Oh, we're um, not going to hear the end of it.
1: If they're, and, they're, and and I've, already, I've, read, I've read four separate articles in different places saying it won't be a legitimate win. If they, if, oh. Even though that's, of course, completely against the UK constitution. People have predicted this would happen and it's already beginning to happen. Mm-hmm. And I just kind of feel that the, the British establishment and the media will not allow... A minority Labour Party to get into any specific deal, or any uh, worse than that, any uh, non-specific deal, to see the Queen's speech through. I, I think there would be an, today, an equivalent you, of a revolution.
0: I read <laughs> no, there won't be that. I read something today suggesting that Cameron will announce victory before he has it.
1: Yes, in order a, a, to like Bush force like Bush hands. did. Remember, like yes, that's exactly yes, what Bush did, and yes. and that's and I think that's what's kind of informing me. Bush lost, yes. but through the through bullying and his will on the narrative, he won.
0: But presumably, Miliband will have will have learned the lesson of Gore and not concede.
1: I don't think that will matter. He will then be seen as a sore loser. He'll be seen yeah, as a yeah. as a whiner. Um, he'll be seen as look, you stabbed your brother in the back now you're stabbing the british constitution in the back come on you can see exactly what's going okay, to happen but so, and he won't be S- able S- to rule the, there is only one exception to that hmm. he would have to get into a formal binding coalition with, That's not, which isn't happen. with the snp yeah. it, it isn't gonna happen. and i found it odd how vehement he has been was, there's yeah. no ambiguity it's, go, it, it's gone even beyond nick clegg signing a, a, a pledge about tuition fees
0: well he was playing it I we Laura and I watched the leader debates yesterday we were a bit the uh, the question timer yesterday we were a bit behind
1: I couldn't I I, I couldn't watch them again I, I felt I would be too ill so you do tell me
0: Well he was incredibly forceful when asked would you form a coalition with SNP he mm. said no i Exactly yeah. but he was, very, he was using his words very carefully. He was saying, yes. I won't form a coalition and I won't, enter a, I won't make a deal with. Yes, a supply And then every time anyone yeah. said, people in the audience were saying to him, look, do you, someone actually said, do you not realise that if you just told the truth to us now, you would win so much more respect from people. You would probably win votes from people if you just stopped mm. saying silly things like that and just told us the truth. And he reiterated, I will not form a coalition. And of course, what he was saying is, I will happily form a government with them. I just won't form yes. a coalition. Or yeah, sacrifice a, any of my, you know, he's what he's saying is their their manifesto is in stone. Hence this ridiculous stunt today. I just, I, I, my
1: my my mouth actually the bottom my bottom, <laughs> my bottom just dropped open when I read that and I said, no. This you tweeted
0: isn't. you retweeted your boyfriend. I saw you were so excited.
1: I do. I'm, I'm getting married to him.
0: Congratulations. <laughs> no, my mouth dropped
1: open. I just couldn't believe it. I thought no, this is this is some sort of joke. I did actually think it was a joke. i, I <laughs> no, obviously not the onion, but I thought oh, somebody's made a joke and. Oh no, no! He actually is getting his very banal, non-specific, uh, awfully worded, barely-existent policy pledges <laughs> yes. inscribed into limestone and put in the <laughs> garden, and <laughs> put in his garden for him to look at. <laughs> and at this point, uh, the British politics is just a joke, isn't it? It's it's, it's, it's almost charmingly awful. <laughs> You know,
0: I saw a story today about uh someone said that uh Cameron so I just read through BBC News and just laughed again at Ed Billabin, defends his decision to carve his election <laughs> and it's just into a tablet of stone.
1: <laughs> I'm sorry, man. If Armando Iannucci had put that into the thick of it or into VEEP, would say, No, don't be Armando come on, that's a bit silly. Stop it.
0: But there was a story this morning, which of course has now disappeared off the websites. So it's like it never happened. Mm-hmm. Um, in which a, someone was supposed to have spoken to so someone's supposed to have said that Cameron said, "I can't win this election" or something like that.
1: A liberal Democrat reported that Cameron had told Clegg this before the hustings began.
0: Um, so he said, "Yeah, I can't win this election." Whatever it was. So I can't. Then, he said,
1: "I can't get a majority in this election."
0: And so when you look at and then, I was reading the BBC news story about it, and it had like the quote from. Cameron and the quote from someone else. I had the quote from Ed Miliband. And the quote from and I realised why most politicians don't tell jokes. Mm-hmm. It's because Miliband gave a flippant and quite amusing response, as he often does. Mm. For such a strange little oddman uh, uh, character as he is, Twonk, yes. Uh, he, he is actually quite charmingly funny on you occasion. Oh, okay. Yeah, he just seems to be having, he's actually, it's like, I think he's quite naturally funny and then tries not to be rather than the <laughs> yes. other way around, rather than most politicians desperately trying to be. Yes. Yeah. Um, and so he gave a flippant response, which was then quoted without context. Mm-hmm. And and he still realised, oh, you just there's no there's no space to be flippant. You can't make a silly no. joke because it just gets quoted in text, and then mm. all meaning is lost.
1: And carved in stone, so to speak. <laughs>
0: Indeed, carved in stone.
1: <laughs> oh gosh! And you know what's going to happen when the, the, the when the stone carving happens? I'll find out that some illegal immigrant mason was the one who did it, or something. <laughs> Yeah. The
0: eight foot stone has already prompted his own hashtag, Edstone, and has been uh, mocked by David Cameron and Nick Clegg.
1: <sighs> That's extraordinary.
0: Then yeah. uh, the ridicule of the idea was put to Mr. Miliband on BBC Vol's Radio 4's uh, Today programme, but mm-hmm. he said, Our pledges are carved in stone. Our pledges are literally, literally insane. I think it is a huge issue in this election. The difference with our pledges is they are not going to expire on 8th May.
1: Actually, do you want to... Can you read the pledges, please? Because oh, uh, I think since, this, since we're doing an election special, let's actually remind ourselves what are the banalities with which these people have pledged. I assume if I go to labour.org.uk, the pledges well, will be on the front. You'd imagine that they would be linked from this BBC News story. Good evening. Um, will you be voting Labour on 7th May? What shall I tick? I'll <laughs> tick the appropriate answer. Don't ask me for my name.
0: Oh, oh, you've gone into that website. It's going to ask you for money 14 times now.
1: I went to labor.org.uk. Yes. It won't let me visit their website until I type my name, email, and postcode.
0: And then, and then <laughs> my it literally, name. on three different pages, it asks you for money. That, okay, that, so that.
1: my name, Adolf Hitler. <laughs> email adolf at nazi.de. Postcode. Uh-huh. B E six 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 six. Please enter <laughs> a valid postcode. Okay, yeah, we're... it's going to
0: want to know which because it's going to petition you to vote for your local man.
1: Okay, uh, I, I will put. Uh, what was the BBC's postcode? It was just say uh, Wood Lane.
0: Um, w one A. Yeah. <laughs> this is so bizarre that my brain's remembering this. Four. I remember 4D, 4BJ because Chris Evans produced you, so saying 4BJ, 4BJ, back in the 90s.
1: 2NQ, right, let's try. Welcome, Adolf Hitler. <laughs> <laughs> We're interested to know more about your values on the issues, <laughs> how the issues that match to. Okay, well, what, what do you think Adolf Hitler thinks? The Britain we need is fair, compassionate, equal, or progressive. Progressive. I think Adolf will be happy about progressive. I mean, the Third, the third Reich was a progressive organization that wished to progress the, uh, mm-hmm. yeah. the rights of the German people across the continent of Europe and beyond. So progressive. We're proud, Adolf, we're proud to be building the first election campaign in a UK history funded by small donations. Will you join the 21,552 people who have chipped in this month, Hitler? It takes just two minutes. There you go. First attempt to get money off you. Skip. Thanks. You're great, Adolf Hitler. <laughs> Sorry, <it's really> <laughs> the more people like you we have on board, the better our chances of winning the election.
0: <laughs> Adolf Hitler. You're so immature.
1: Shall I share? Shall Adolf Hitler? It's time we had a government that believes in the progressive of Britain signed Adolf Hitler share on Facebook. No, I'll skip that. You're great, Adolf Hitler. In fact, your local Labour Party could really do with you. Can you? When can you lend a hand? Oh, I'm a bit busy invading Poland, so I'm going to skip that one. <laughs> oh, yeah, it wants me to donate money again. Yes. Adolf Hitler, your donation now will help us beat the Tories. Uh, other. Will it actually let me go for. Oh, no, and now. And then it takes me to a page with Ed Miliband and it's, it's asking me for money again. This is yep. a joke. I
0: told you three times in a row. It'll ask you for money.
1: It says, "Please select an amount." It won't let me go until I. I, won't, I, I can, can I visit the Labour Party's manifesto webpage, please? This is this is worse
0: than pornography.
1: And the payoffs <laughs> n- nowhere near as exciting. Oh, for goodness' sake!
0: I'm going to try to find them now. So, because the
1: typing. Okay. It really won't. Okay, I found it. I found it. There's a baby. There's a baby uh, waving at me. Yes. And playing with a Labour sticker. Okay. Where are where are the pledges?
0: Okay, I found the I found a picture on the Guardian's website, so I can read it out to you now. Okay. Okay. These, <laughs> these are their these are their pledges. This they is what's going into in stone. stone.
1: It's a bit like the Ten Commandments,
0: except there's only six. Okay. These are the six commandments, and there is no way he's going to back out of these very specific pledges. Very specific. He can't Number hit. one, yeah. a strong economic foundation. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> how, yeah. how, how, do you, how do you even back out of that? Um,
0: <laughs> I know, it's amazing. I,
1: I was going to foul, tried to found a strong economy, but I decided not.
0: We're going to have a really weak economic foundation. Apologies for the stone. Uh, we're, we're, making, two, we're making
1: the economic foundation out of um, bitumen. Sand. And sand, here. Yeah. And
0: uh, Zimbabwean money. Yeah. Okay. Number two, higher living standards for working families. Again. The, yes. Again, yes. Uh,
1: let me just say, hold on. Higher living standards, that's not defined. Working families are not really defined either. Families yeah. not defined. So, yeah, that's a great pledge.
0: Number three... An mm-hmm. NHS with time to care. <laughs> I can't believe this is the party we're still encouraging people to vote for. This is the best we've got. This is the best we've got. Well done, Britain. This is the best we've got.
1: An NHS with the time to care. Number four. John, racism. that's a very specific policy. Yes, as I don't know. If, if this were science, what, what, what would be the falsifiability of that particular thing? <laughs> a tie would be on the x,
0: uh, you know what and care would be on the y-axis and the y-axis yes mm. number four more racism
1: no but Sorry. again yeah.
0: controls on immigration it says do you know what that'll I be do. very that'll be very easy to fulfill because
1: yeah i guarantee you that by the end of the labor Party's stint in office there will still be controls <laughs> on immigration
0: they may have controlled it to have more
1: it's not like, um, at Heathrow, there'll be no passport checks. I promise <laughs> you that. There will, there will definitely be controls on immigration.
0: <laughs> Number five. Are we yeah. standing in front of this one a bit? I have to guess. A country where the next generation can do better than... I'm assuming it's the last, and can do better than the Smurfs. Hey, or... I've brought it up now.
1: Uh, Labour.org.uk slash pledges. Yeah, better than the last. Yeah. right. Okay. Well, that, the next generation can do better than the last, so we have to wait... That's a tough the next... one because,
0: you know, we, you and I are of, are of the first generation that can't.
1: And also, which generation, generation are, X. And which generation are they talking about? Toby's? Yes. In which case, we have to wait until
0: Toby is a pensionable
1: age before we know <laughs> whether that pledge has been
0: fulfilled or not. Well, that's fair. We just have to wait on that one and be patient. And number six, homes to buy and action on rents. I suspect there will be homes to buy. I imagine there will probably be a couple of homes to buy. And I
1: imagine there'll be some sort of action on rents.
0: They're so stupid. I did, I'd heard they were vague, but that's ridiculous. <laughs> that's just extraordinary, isn't it? Oh, he's um, a silly Billy, isn't he? Who thought of this idea? They should be very fired.
1: That, 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 the fact is, they are. People have always said about him, "Oh, well, he just can't communicate very well to the common man," but actually, he's deeply intelligent, deeply thought. No, he's thick. He's a thick I man. I don't
0: know if he is thick. I think I he's do. badly he's advised. Man.
1: No, everybody says no. I've, I've seen, again, it's a bit, I like those scientific things. What would be the difference between an Ed Miliband who was badly advised and thick? What? How right. could you tell the difference? I, I've not seen any action that he's taken or utterance that he's made that suggests he's anything other than thick. Now, the fact that he has a block nose, he's a wonk and a bit dewy, he, and, he, and, he, and, and that he can uh, solve a Rubik's Cube, I think, well, he's intelligent. No, I think you've been confounded. I think he's thick. I think he's a bit. He's a thicko. He's
0: <laughs> I a really thick-o. have no. I have no read on him to argue with you. I,
1: I, until a... I'll let's put it this way. That's my working hypothesis because it, it, it you know, um, Occam's razor. It, it it fulfills and explains what's happened without requiring the, the, the fewest variables. He's thick. Anything else requires more variables. That requires the fewest. So I'll stick with that until you give me reason not to. Fair
0: enough. All right.
1: So that's... so that's the best party, and that's the party you have to vote for, by the way. <laughs>
0: yes, and therefore vote Labour. Yeah. yeah. So last week, or last time we recorded, mm-hmm. time is an elusive concept. Mm-hmm. Uh, we, um, I, I, I was chatting to you after the recording for our secret post-show chat. Which is usually better than the podcast. Oh, far above, far <clears throat> better than this rubbish. Yes, yes. it is. Um, and that's when there's no holds barred on you accusing people of being paedophiles. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. um, uh, and uh, the doorbell rang, didn't it? Do you remember? And suddenly, it was suddenly, my local, a, it was my local suddenly a panic. MP. And suddenly a panic takes you. Uh, my local Abraham Priya come round to say hello. Yes. So I said my goodbyes and went down to say hello to Mr. Todd Foreman. Oh yes, could you? Ooh, conti- he's a bit. He's a bit lovely, and now I know. Obviously, mm. you can accuse me if I said this about Don Foster last time. It's recorded on the podcast. There's no. Mm. There's no backing out from that. Mm. But uh, he seemed a bit of a lovely chap, and I, I, I looked him up. He seems to be a sound person. Yeah, he does seem a rather sound chap. Mm. Um, and he uh, was quite willing to be disdainful about Jacob Rees-Mogg. And that was that won my vote.
1: Well, you see, that's the. Thing. Um, my local Tory MP is ghastly and my local Labour MP is a fairly hard working constituency guy I, the, the one who was before we got kicked out and he's trying to get back in again right. and he worked hard my mother wrote him about 20 letters each one of which he answered poor thing uh, <laughs> uh, and also unlike my current MP who wrote an, uh, an illiterate letter opposing gay marriage which uh, oh, he didn't. So there you go. It's, it's, a, it's an easy litmus test. Exactly. And, I, and as I said, if I had to choose, even, even if I had to choose someone like Don Foster, who appears to basically be have been a bit of a psychopath, at least mm-hmm. he didn't. He 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 didn't vote for that. And that's like true. the sh- it's like a shibboleth. It's easy.
0: Well, this is the choice in North West Somerset, or whatever my my uh, uh, area is called. It's your region.
1: It's your region. It's your region. <laughs> it's your region. Judy's um, asking that I kiss her good night. I'll have to go and do that. Will you give will you t- will you be able to talk to people about your region for 1.8 minutes? Yes. Okay, on your marks.
0: Yes. Get set. Oh, a- trying. Go. Hey. Uh, <laughs> yes, yeah, so Todd Foreman appeared at my front door. And I, I we'd just been talking the week before on Brumdoings about the leaflet he, that had gone out from uh, some the Coalition for Marriage or some of these ghastly evil organisations who are against gay marriage. And they had said that Jacob Freese Mogg had courageously voted against it. And so I asked Foreman about this and uh, he said that he met Mogg at a recent hustings and said to him, uh, you know, is he, does he distance himself from this? And he quoted Mogg's reply and Nick said to be annoyed he missed this as... Blah, 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 blah. <laughs> (laughs) that was actually how he said it it's like like, okay there's no doubt I'm voting for you it's decided no problem whatsoever so he's uh, it seems a bit of a sound chap Um, and he's from another country he's Canadian I believe so of course Mog's campaign has made sure to mention on every leaflet and flyer and poster and everything that he was born in this area and has always lived in this area and therefore isn't a dirty foreigner in this area he's back Come along quickly now I'm back I know Yes Yes I was just explaining to the listener About
1: Oh yes about uh, About Mr. Love Mr. Lovely Labour in his um, Well
0: about Mog and his And um, Yes And what I didn't mention is that The the choice in in my region It's your region It's your region It's your region Is is between a man who Courageously voted against gay marriage And a man who lives inside one (laughs) Oh yes, indeed. not so a very it's, not a very difficult choice, I don't think.
1: It's not a difficult choice. It was interesting on the on the day program last week. Um, they actually they they're going to different constituencies, and they went to Bath and they talked about uh, the race there, and then they talked about how Don Foster was very popular local MP, very principled, and so forth, uh, mm. and
0: and, it's, and it's certainly used to be the impression he gave.
1: It, it was. This would, so.
0: in fact, let's be fairer to him, it was what he, he seemed to actually be. He did, hmm. he behaved in a loyal way and voted extremely judiciously and hmm. seemed to be a good, proper, old-fashioned Liberal Democrat, if you can be <laughs> such an old-fashioned and Liberal Democrat.
1: So look, people are asking us, look, why are you suggesting that you vote, vote Labour this time? And I'll go through each of the parties. The Labour Party has somebody in front of it who at the moment I think is thick um it also has some very dubious um alliances with sectarianism the the famous photograph that was forwarded recently of uh, a rally that they held where the women and the men were uh. separated is not the first time that this has happened there've also been labor people who have come out supporting uh Rahman in uh tower hamlets after he was found to commit election fraud and so on bec- uh, because it was uh apposite to do so there've been some Lem McCluskey of Unite is a very unsavory character who has cuddled up to uh, Hamas and various others. So, I'm not happy with the way that they are using uh, tribal divisiveness to uh, gather votes. It's it's all it's all very uh, distasteful. Um, and indeed,
0: the... don't you forget one thing, mm-hmm. Keith Vaz. Nice.
1: Mm, yes, yes. So so there is a lot to be said against it, uh, uh, and. Then we move on to the Tories, Mm
0: -hmm.
1: and I've tried. I I decided I don't don't want to be parodied because I'm instinctively opposed to the Tories, just by instinct. Anyway, you know, even if they were lovely, I would be. I just, I'm repulsed by them and their history. I'm trying to think: is there anything about them that I have contingently accepted? Obviously, that gay marriage was brought in under their watch. Well, it's good. Um, you know, yeah,
0: Again, to put that in context, that was Cameron um, defying his own backbenches.
1: He defied his own backbenches and he did that. And that's the yes, and that good. was that, that that was impressive of Cameron because he otherwise is utterly pusillanimous and has no appears to have no such principles. So I, I don't know whether it was something as cliched as he'd had a long career at PR and media and he had gay friends who said, if you don't do this, we'll never forgive you or whether well, there was something else to it. I have no idea, but it seemed to be something that he had to push through and he did. So that mm-hmm. was fine. Um, I think unlike a lot of people, I think HS2 is good. Uh, I think good railway projects are always a sign of progress. And uh, I-, I can't stand the little England and NIMBYs who are opposed to it. So that's mm-hmm. fine. Uh, anything else? Have I missed out anything? <laughs>
0: genuinely i'm not being facetious i genuinely can't think of anything else
1: have they done anything in the last few years that's helped rock paper shotgun through simplifying the taxes i don't know
0: anything no uh, uh, no the the liberal democrats increase of um the pay threshold of the Meh, threshold me, me,
1: me, whatever yeah is well, the closest
0: we're... but that was the liberal democrats but no, for rock paper shotgun itself as a small business no i would say it's not they haven't helped they, us they
1: haven't done anything for small businesses no uh, uh the things like the, the the stuff that the liberal democrats did push through like the people premium utterly useless yeah um because uh, that's a real p Peter to pay paul thing and that the more ch- children have gone and the, uh, as they brought in the people premium they also brought in the free school meals which meant that they were no longer recording people uh who deserve, who, who, whom the school should be, should be uh, given extra funding for because that was always tied into those children who were allocated school meals, which means that actual funding to schools has gone down. That's very clever, that which we discussed before. So they, they knew what they were doing with that. Mm. Um, so I'm trying to think, let's be as excruciatingly fair as we can. What else is there that the Tories have done which you would have said, look, whatever party did that, I'm glad they did it.
0: I, I, I can't think. of There's probably stuff, but I can't think of anything.
1: Yeah, my head. there's no there's no big headliner. See the last Labour Party with with Tony Blair, there mm-hmm. were several things that one could say that I think were significant. The fact that they actually brought in uh, proper civil partnerships, which yes. was kind of revolutionary at the time. The fact that they brought in free um, free museum openings, a funny little policy, but I think it's had a big effect. Um, and of course, the smoking ban. Yes those are all things that i remember they uh, whatever else he did and he regretted doing it but he brought in the freedom of information act which he then regretted doing and they brought uh and they made sure that the uh human rights act human rights act was prop was was properly passed and so on so look they they, they did stuff and most people hate him now because he he murdered every uh, Iraqi child to to drink their blood in petrol tax, But that's fine. But let's think about what happened before that.
0: The first two terms, he was an extraordinary statesman.
1: Yes. And and also there is a reason why um, people there are plenty of people in the Balkans who call their children Tony Blair. That's not apocryphal. Um, because they wouldn't be alive if it weren't for him. So
0: I think one the should... people in India and Pakistan are quite grateful that he was the only world leader who bothered to go over there when yeah. they were threatening a nuclear war, and he went over yeah. to negotiate peace. I remember at which point the tab- British tabloid press reported Blair out of the country again, as our rail networks in crisis.
1: <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> uh,
0: so I, I think I think
1: Blair obviously was a very complex character, and he was he was driven by all sorts of. Uh, Different uh, compunctions, but in the end, and he, he, he seems
0: to have gone full ghastly. Now, doesn't it I mean he's a? He seems but, to be a dreadful sort now. But well, I, do, I, I don't think know, he was horribly I, broken by his mistakes. Well, he
1: and if you looked at, they, they always say the cliche, but if you, I don't think there's been a worse aged uh yeah. <laughs> prime minister ever. You know, where he started as Bambi and ended up as a bit of Biltong. Um <laughs> really quite extraordinary. So. So, yeah. Okay, so
0: that's. So, the Tories have done extraordinary. Let's move on to Liberal Democrats.
1: Okay, so they've done extraordinary. Actually, they've done extraordinarily little they yes. their five years in power and
0: oh no, no, no that's, I mean that, that's that's not true they've, they've taken away the tax on the richest they've lowered business rate taxes for the top for high mm. businesses they've, put, yeah, but they've created they new pathways that, yeah, but, yeah, for tax that, avoidance just yeah yeah that's just t- no, t- you see, toys. yes i know it's just toys being toys but it's also important to state these are things they have done and these are yeah yeah but we expected gross. that oh and, they're they're... and of course you the most important thing you can't you can't possibly miss out is their absolute massacre on welfare
1: I don't care about that so much. What you I don't, do, no, not that much.
0: Because Disability living allowance
1: and all Mesh, that. meh, I, really? I, I, uh. I think, I think that, I think that something was going to be done with that, and that whole thing was a total mess, and still is. And it's not the way to run a society anyway. That that but whole pretend, thing, yeah, yes, but, but that whole in, thing was on crutches. I think what they did to the, with with the NHS was far more problematic to me.
0: I think so, but this is what I, this is the, the the serious issue. Is they spent their entire term, and it was it was meticulously done. They spent the entire term demonising the disabled and the out of work. So you had Cameron at the uh, Question Time special last week saying um, that there are families who are claiming £90,000. Someone in the audience interrupted him and said yeah, that's like one family. That's not useful information. And his response was to say, yes, but these families still exist. And blah, blah, blah. is this demonising, and then the tabloids leapt on it and jumped on top of it, and now being disabled and being out of work are massively demonised. He was so mendacious. Well, come on, let's,
1: let's 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 be very careful about this. And, and the reason I want to be is because, you know, one always has to be if one's not just being cherry-picking. Uh-huh. We're, whatever, they were, whatever their dog whistling was, and I think we know what their dog whistling was... Um. It, Did they ever actually demonize the disabled or were they demonizing those whom they claimed were pretending to be disabled in order to get state benefits?
0: Yes, but they did it in such a way to make it wasn't a case of there are some people doing this. It was question everyone, question Mm. every disabled person, because so many of them were doing this when, in fact, I think the official statistic was three percent. Not you know when you when you got well okay there's always going to be that three percent you're not going to get Mm. rid of it but what they use they said they use the three percent as leverage in order to make these multi billion pound cuts in welfare Um, and 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 they're still now saying in the next government we need to make another we need to save twelve billion pounds in welfare and five billion in unpaid tax there's there's nothing more there is if you they tried to say that five years ago. There would have been horror. What, what Take more money away from the neediest people no, than wrong. the you're biggest wrong. businesses. Now, wrong. now it's like, It'll of course you can say that. They've conditioned the country to be okay know, you're right. but Even like- Five
1: years ago, no, five years ago, when people are in very enthusiastic uh, about um, stamped down on the scrounges by a majority in all parties, they like that talk. And they like it more. And that's why the Tories do it. it. It's your country. Don't blame the Tories for this one. Your countrymen love that talk. It I know. I,
0: yes. But the to- that's why they've they wouldn't have done it if people didn't love it that's why they've latched on it but they've done it in such a horrendous way it's just so tragic the situation now and so you had Cameron at this, this question time thing stating we need to people get people off benefits and into work he said it like 500,000 times despite the fact that he knows he knows it's in the centre of his mind when he says it that the vast majority of people on benefits are in work he knows that's the case but he doesn't care because most people are too stupid to know so he's happy to continue this conditioning hmm it's it, uh, so yes i think that's significant
1: yeah uh i i just think that he's pandering to his voters there i, I can't fault him for that to a, to a degree and, and 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 you can see that he is because i think he's converted
0: when, a lot of people to be his voters through this well, pandering yeah exactly but and also when you when you
1: when you get to it you can see that's happening because suddenly when we get to pensioners oh full-on socialism for them yes so basically, if you, if he knows that you are going to vote for him in numbers that are going to change his ethnological chances, he, he'll he'll be Karl Marx to you. That's no problem. Yes. And anybody else can go to hell.
0: Uh, okay. So we need to move on. We're running out of time, so we need to move on to the Liberal Democrats. Do we? Well, Liberal well, exactly. Democrats. That's that's the, my, uh, that's yeah. what the to keep sorry to keep harping on about the question time episode, but it was. An hour and a half long. First half hour was questions for Miliband. Second half hour was questions for Cameron. No, the other way around. Uh, yeah. Second for Miliband. Third half hour questions for Clegg. And just the concept confused me. Clegg, yeah. is, Clegg is going to be is going to resign as the leader of the liberal democrats on friday morning there's absolutely no doubt about that there's no No. there's no version of the reality where that doesn't happen absolutely not so why on earth was he given equal footing with two people who could be in power he was talking like his party could still be kingmakers at the next election according to this (laughs) poll of polls in front of me they've got eight percent of the vote greens have between five and six percent of the vote i mean it's that ridiculous they're now as paltry and irrelevant as the
1: green party Exactly. And much more and much more hated where it matters. Yes. Mm, no, so
0: it, it just it made me really quite cross that he was given. And actually, someone in the audience was called on to ask a question. And they said, um, what do you think you're going to do on Friday when you're out of work? And he went, oh, how rude.
1: Apparently, there are a lot of northerners in the audience who it was in the north. Be, yeah. So they weren't prepared to be too, They uh, said. <laughs> It was, a, it was a bit like the Game of Thrones, the North, you know, we're the wall. We <laughs> don't have your fancy ways The wildlings are asking him questions. <laughs> the wildlings were asking Jon Snow questions, yes.
0: But the problem the problem with that uh, question time in ev- every episode, and most especially in that, is that they still haven't out banned clapping. They have no. to ban clapping because mm. that is there is no sound worse. I, I think this, the the gurgling death row of my infant son would be a yeah. preferable sound to the uh, question time audience clapping.
1: It's very easy. What they should do is they should attach electrodes to both hands. And when they clap, Connect. they join the circuit and, 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 and give themselves a shock with every clap. Then they won't.
0: Absolutely. There you go.
1: Sorted that up. So there so is yeah, no point like, in talking
0: like, about the Liberal Democrats. I, my theory for the Liberal Democrats is that they shan't exist come the end of the year. That there shall be, I think we maybe said this last time, but there shall be another reinvention of the party.
1: I don't know. It's like, it's almost like it's not worth going through the motions and they will just exist as but this is where they were hobbyist. when they
0: were the sdp isn't it the same sort of thing it's just a cycle repeating
1: i mean we said that the orange book liberal should go and join the tories and the uh liberal liberal should go and join the labor party and be liberal in it and that seems to be an a rational fate i don't know if rationalism is what motivates no. them anymore. i don't know i think they now sadly they'll have romantic notions of rewinning the lottery you know, we could do that again.
0: It happened before. Yeah, you're right. Well, it, it, again, if you look at the Conservatives in, in like the late 90s, 99... Well, who was it? Was it uh, Michael Howard still or had IDS taken over? I can't remember the order of <laughs> things. But at that point when they were polling like 10 to 12%, mm. it, it, I suppose the Liberal Democrats look at that and think, well, they came back, so... Mm, yeah,
1: I, I, I... They were very very stupid to do what they did on tuition fees it's just uh,
0: phenomenally stupid especially as Clegg again Clegg said I had to do it I had no choice no, no. and
1: and was the audience even believing him no because it... someone said
0: well hang on a second if you had no choice then why will you have a choice about your current set of mani- your current manifest yeah
1: why well, should we believe anything you say now then
0: and he said, well, that's a fair question. Why should you believe me? Well, because that was a very special case. And now I'm absolutely, there's no way we would ever barge on this issue and this issue. And, yeah, yeah, well, yeah. They, you, you've signed, you you held up signed pieces of paper, ple- signed <laughs> pledges. I mean, yeah. it was a publicity stunt, you bloody idiots.
1: Yeah. And, and look, even people who hate the damn students and they love the student fees or whatever, that has remained in people's minds about how this man... Uh, can't be trusted. That's the problem. Yes. It's, it's 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 the totem of that. So yeah, liberal democrats. Will and
0: where has that vote gone? Irrelevant. Where has the student liberal democrat vote gone?
1: Well, either nowhere or to or, the greens. To the or, greens.
0: And this is the next part that we have to talk about. They're on five percent. They were polling six percent. So they've had a bit of a dip yeah. in the last week yeah. or so.
1: Natalie um, Bennett is. I think Natalie Bennett is. Look, I, I'm not talking about um, totalitarian regimes or people who are generally evil or whatever. But yeah. As a politician, Natalie Bennett—I am including people like Dan Quayle in this. Natalie Bennett is the worst politician I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> I've never seen a worse, po- a more squandering, incompetent, <laughs> yes. uh, stupid politician. I don't think, and I- 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 I'm I- I genuinely tried to think about. It and I thought Sarah Palin. No, she's worse than Sarah Palin. Sarah Palin at least had a stick which she could occasionally stick to for her, um, for, 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 for her fans. There is nobody who can be a fan of Natalie Bennett.
0: <laughs> And her, don't forget her, one of her beautiful deputy leaders who did uh-huh. his uh, Nazi rally earlier this year. Yeah,
1: and they're all part of the... I think every uh, putative green frontbencher uh, signed up to the PSC, and you can look Explain about
0: what how... what the
1: PSC is. The Palestinian Solidarity Committee, which very, very thin varnish on a bunch of very unpleasant uh, anti-Semites, basically. Yes. Um, and I don't say People that about everyone... directly every one
0: linked of, with Hezbollah. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah exactly. I don't say that, that about house. every... I don't say that about every. I think some some of these organisations genuinely just get a bit sentimental about Palestinians. Others want to help them. Others are a bit sort of anti-imperial. But no, but these are genuinely just Jew-hating people, and they were happy to sign up. And there was an interview with Natalie Bennett, I think, in the Jewish Chronicle or something, and they oh, asked really? her about, about how whether whether she'd ever visited. Uh, she was talking about concentration camps. Whether she'd ever visited. And She gave such an awful, cringe-worthy answer about how. Much, and i thought no this is and that's when i realised no this is she doesn't even, she doesn't know how to play politics and what's worse is she doesn't do incompetence charmingly i don't know no. which i can't remember which um i can't remember which one it was it was possibly the first set of debates that she was in mm-hmm. and she obviously had been told that you you shout down your opponent and you say uh, you demand your turn let me let me speak yes. that, that kind of thing and she did it in such a snarling inappropriate way uh, that it it, it showed a side of her that was actually deeply unattractive. And I thought, no, this, this, this person just shouldn't be anywhere near politics. And Caroline Lucas must've been really scratching her wondering how the hell she, how the hell she got into that position. Extraordinary. Um, uh so so uh, uh, i now. think i
0: just want to mention i want to mention that deputy who was at, well i don't know what rally it was a it was a, a, a pro-palestinian rally
1: no no it wasn't pro-palestinian I, i'm tired of using that phrase a pro-palestinian person cares about palestinians and cares yes. about when they're being massacred by yes. syrians and oh and yes by yeah, that's a good point so yes. I, I i think it's it's wrong to call them pro-palestinian because they're not really friends of palestinians that's the
0: of course so yes thing. if if the yeah. rally were also campaigning against all the other people who are yeah. attacking palestinians then yes absolutely yeah. yes it was an anti-israeli yeah. rally yeah um, and he was speaking at this and he just lost his mind I, 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 ret- I tweeted the link to it pointing out this is the Green Party that you're voting for Yeah. Um, and in it uh, people just came back saying it's not anti-Semitic it's just anti-Zionist it's just anti-Israel it's because mm. of Israel is bad blah mm, blah blah yeah, there's yeah. a line in it in which he says he, he says they, they learn nothing from their holocaust oh yeah that's the Israeli the holocaust that happened in Israel then it no, there was also referring to
1: there was also another I can't remember which one whether it was uh, a putative Greek, it might have been somebody in May, in May MEND, which is this organization, which is another uh, fund- Islamic fundamentalist Front group that has uh, representation in parliament and so on called it MEND, look it up, M-E-N-D, and one of their supporters, and I can't remember which party they were from, said something about, this is the first time in, in 300 years that we've gotten one over on the Zionists. And he said, <gasps> hold on, you can't, 300 years, Zionists, <laughs> hold on, Zionism was uh, came to pass in the late 19th century, what's going on, well, sorry? Yeah, it's kind of the mask occasionally slips so yes. banally that I just have to laugh. But there you go. Um, <laughs> yes. uh, uh, and no, nobody commented, of course, because that's fine. Uh, so that, the Green Party, uh, but and if you see, people are confused. They well, why would? Uh, and if you go back, just do some searches, and you go back, there is this. There's a problem with certain strands of racism and anti in the Green Party that goes back. A decade or two, mm. uh, and you look back, and actually there is a strain of this in environmental politics that does go all the way back. And I'm sorry, uh, I, you know, I'm going to be wind but there was very much even in Nazi Germany there was this, this 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 romanticism of nature, and that we have despoiled certain humans have despoiled it, and we need to get back to the woods and you know wandering in our lederhosen through the unblemished <laughs> um, forests. And that, that, you look it up; there was a there was a huge movement, the Back to Nature movement was very big. And it's part of a kind of a an anti humanism because right. you, you know and there is a distaste for humans in a lot of green rhetoric there's a lot of hysteria Malthusian hysteria about the population there is all of uh the, and very often it starts mirroring the same, "Oh my goodness, this island is too full, this planet is too full you know which you you only otherwise hear from people like UKIP. Kip mm. uh, And you just say, okay, well, what are you going to do? Are you mass deportations to another planet, Uh, mass executions for sterilization? What what do you want? Choose. Uh, It's
0: also worth mentioning that three, three, four years ago, the the anti-Semitism was so rife within members of the Green Party um, that an internal investigation was finally, after much refusal, was finally done. And the results were never published and have been hidden ever since. Yes. Um,
1: Well, the problem is that there were people from odd parties would, would filter into there. And it's sad because actually I think a good, sensible, science-based environmental party should have some representation. You know, all m- and they're not, they're, they're not
0: science-based. Yeah, all, I'm they? i I'm more, I'm more immediately concerned. Yes, there are anti-Semites within the Green Party. I'm certain mm. there are anti-Semites within the other parties too. The, the Green Party the. handles it particularly badly. Mm. But the anti-science seems to be at uh. the core of the Green Party and that seems a much more serious but, reason not to give but them... But I the don't
1: vote. think... I, I think it's all connected. Again, it's this it's this horrible romanticism that can go dangerously wrong it's it's a powerful intoxicating romanticism that inc- that can turn into bigotry can turn into anti-humanism and can turn into support for homeopathy and all that yeah. kind of crap uh, also just ludicrous policies, like, for example, um, they said they were going, to, within 10 years, and I believe there, there was a different timescales for the different power sources, abolish all nuclear power, abolish all coal power, and then begin to abolish all gas power.
0: Yes. That sounds but, all that.
1: Okay, fine. <laughs> I mean, I, Does that I mean,
0: mean when we're having to burn fire, burn uh, our sheds to live, to have heat? Can't burn sheds. That's I was going to say, is that, that sounds yeah, quite no. polluting. So. They
1: can't do that. So I don't know. It, again, it's this return to a, and a pre-diluvian state. It's, 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 it's s- odd. And it's like, I'll tell you what it is. It's certain parties effectively want us to get rid of our original sin. Right. Uh, uh, and it's a kind of secular version of that, that I feel that we've excoriating our, our, our evil sinfulness. And one feels that with the greens to a degree, and it, it permeates their narrative quite frequently. I, and you're right, the anti science of, of them is, is, is very, very sad. Uh, the, but what's interesting is all the leftist fellow travelers on Twitter were loving it. They were lapping the stuff up, retweeting them, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Then, Until then, then she had the temerity to suggest <laughs> that maybe copyright term could be brought down to 14 years and all hell broke loose
0: (laughs) maybe that's why they've dropped down to 5% the apoplexy I wouldn't be surprised we talked about this last time though so I'm going to stop you from repeating this yeah we won't
1: talk about about, it but what was extraordinary was the reaction the reaction to it. I've still got people tweeting it to us saying the Greek party have gone mad Finally, it wasn't the homeopathy of Semitism or or, or effectively Malthusian hysteria no Or, or getting rid of all power generation in the country within a decade no it was suggesting that imaginary property might be allowed to be kept for 14 years rather than forever
0: <laughs> i was going to my- say the other i think i imagine the other reason why the green party goes so wrong is the the uh, where there's a void of the le- of left wing in the uk the greens hmm. sort of tried to step into that area and say okay we're left wing because x y and z and in that 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 void of left-wingness with no direction seems to have caused it to curdle and become this extreme far right on particular issues so yeah, well, the the main the bulk of left-wing thinking in this in this country now is extremely anti-israeli and has some very right-wing opinions
1: but the, on, the funny thing is somebody thing. somebody made an interesting point about uh left something's gone wrong with that and that effectively we don't have a working class an organised working class in the same way that we used to if you think about the history of the Labour Party mm. it was a bunch of working class people who organised and re- basically booted themselves into a party yes. via the unions and so forth um, we don't have that sort of organised working class we barely have a working class in this country in the same way that we used to and true. and I think that means that for so long the notion of leftism was tied with the notion of uh, class struggle, and that notion has been diluted and changed and morphed over time to the degree that we don't really know what it is to be left at the moment. So you've got different yeah. flavors of left. You've got you got uh, a green leftism. You've got uh, some variation of social justice leftism. You've got anti-globalization leftism. You've got anti-imperial leftism, which ends up actually being supporting some imperialisms against others. So that I think that, well, it's it's a cliche to say, but I think the the, the collapse of the general Marxist consensus has really left us in, in turmoil for 20 years and, uh, nothing's really coalesced out of that yeah. properly, has it? It's because Nick
0: Cohen's too damn lazy to sort it out.
1: He's a bloody lazy bastard. He pop- wrote a good article recently, though, so, you know. Yeah,
0: he's got to get yeah. up his bum and actually do something. Um, mm. I, would you say, I don't know if I'm right in thinking this, would you say that to have a class struggle, you have to have aspiration and right now, the rhetoric is that it's, it's you should be proud to be working class, you should be proud of your position, and you should wish to maintain it. Whereas in the str- in the struggle, the aspiration for more and for better drove people to become political. Well, it
1: depends. Uh, there was a I'm proud to be working class, but I want to uh, uh, I want to have more agency as a worker. Right. Uh, I, I, I'm happy to continue working. And I'm happy for my children to continue, continue working, but I want them to have some power over their lives that they don't have at the moment. That, that's a subtly different sort of uh, striving. Then I'm going to buy my council house, win the lottery, and buy lots of champagne and and uh, and a McMansion.
0: But at the same time, there's also perhaps a slightly a very different working class in the sense that if you if you are if you were an oppressed worker in the 1920s. Rising up to defeat your own oppression made sense. However, if you're an oppressed worker in the 2010s, chances are you're not born in this country. Well, yes. And And that's that's going to make it much harder to unionize Mm -hmm. and struggle and rise up. No,
1: but also, but also that's where things went badly wrong. And that class struggle didn't differentiate between borders and people. It was a, it only differentiated between classes. Right. The, the British working class now has been divided yes, against that's, its that's brethren. Yes, that's what I'm trying to say. Yes, it has been. The British working class no longer sees class struggle as a universal. Um, and if you remember what happened during the Spanish Civil War, people from this country went to fight against Franco.
0: Yes. Yes. Uh, as, yes uh, I always confuse uh, as, as part of a class and uh,
1: that's that, that wouldn't happen now no it I
0: find that absolutely extraordinary that that happened mm. well, you say that wouldn't happen now, but it's a, a lot of British people going to fight f- uh in Syria, which is interesting this yes kind of odd echo no but moment. that's but uh, well, the, the it is an echo
1: in there but instead of we're not on class lines we're then on ide- ideological on religious, lines, ide- yeah. religious ideology lines yeah so it shows you that the motivation can still be there but it's metastasized into something something different or passively reverted to something more ancient um but yes that's that's the only equivalent that we have today and so well what what can we do about it There's nothing we can do about it, i'm afraid john unless you're prepared to take over and a violent revolution. <laughs>
0: that's that's tempting. So we took Conservative 34%, Labour 33%, Liberal Democrats 8%, Green 5%. We miss one out. Oh, yeah. At,
1: the 14, Party. at 14%. So effectively, they had what the Liberal Democrats had. Yep. Twi- nearly twice as big as the Liberal Democrats in terms of the votes, share. My prediction... My prediction, same way that I feel in my bones that the Tories will do slightly better than everybody thinks, mm-hmm. I think UKIP will do slightly worse than everybody that's thinks.
0: That's interesting. I think that too. I think a lot of people will chicken out in the ballot box.
1: And I think they'll vote for Tory. Yes. And that's one okay, of the okay, reasons one why the other, I think then, that, yeah think yeah, uh, that's what I think is going to happen.
0: Will Farage win his seat? Yes. Because if Farage losing a seat could be the end of UKIP, which is bizarre, but that's how silly these things are now. Because <laughs> what, he's very much a margin? totemic leader.
1: Yeah, what's the margin at the what's moment? What's his seat? I haven't, been, I haven't been paying much attention.
0: What's Farage's seat? I have to do it the Tyson way. Because I can't remember.
1: Nigel Farage seat constituency. Let's see. Yep. Okay.
0: Let's have a look.
1: Nigel Farage's target constituency is the most mentioned seat in online media. South Thanet, of course. South Fanet. And
0: I need a postcode for South Fanet. Oh
1: hold on. This this article was
0: let's see, when was this article? From
1: This might have been oh no, okay. Yeah. Okay, South Thanet, yeah. Farage looked like he would
0: win. I think you'll you'll win, don't you? Well, there's stories in the last few days saying that he's in trouble. Yeah, why though? Why is he in trouble? I just I need to just get a postcode. Here we go. Um, yeah, the Independent says he's
1: he's in trouble. But I, yes, I just saw that story. Uh, is Nigel Farage losing his grip on South Thanet? No, Independent. Because you put it like that, I'm beginning to think he probably isn't.
0: Oh, Thanet! No, I've got Thanet North. Curses. So mm. close. Mm. Um, I need. It's very annoying the BBC only lets you search by postcode. Really? That's a bit odd. Yes. Okay. Is that far enough south for to me to get the right constituency? Sorry about this, listener.
1: And Nigel Farage's celebrity has its limits. In oh. the street outside the UKIP office, a young woman was resting on a bench. She is 18, she has a vote. She lives in the constituency and went to school in it. What did she think of Nigel Farage? Oh, no, sorry, I don't know who he is. <laughs> Kill.
0: OK, well, there we are. We, we, you, you can't say any more, I'm afraid. I, uh, finally, I finally got the right area. So, oh, God, my goodness, what a strange constituency it is, too. So yeah. you've got Lib Dem Labour, Free United Kingdom Party, being stood up by Al Murray, the uh, pub landlord. Yeah, who was also opposed to, uh, yeah. Anyway, Independent, Dean McCastry. The uh, Tories, obviously, you Farage. Green, Ian Driver. I mm. hope he's an Ian cyclist. <laughs> um, and then there's the Party for a United Thanet. Finally, right. end the Division of Thanet, which will be great. the great civil war that's been raging there for too long. Yes. Um, there's the, the, uh, the Manston Airport Independent Party. <laughs>
1: I am gonna vote for that one in that country.
0: Um the Al Zebabist Nation of Oog wacky, wacky being stood for by Zebediah Abu Obadiah. Wacky, wacky. And there's the We Are the Reality Party. <sighs> Nigel Askew. <sighs> um And then there the not
1: cases like Nigel Farage of UKIP. Yeah.
0: Yes. Oh there's hmm. the oh I'm so cross, I thought there would be polls. Oh, BBC no, website exactly. you're useless so anybody uh
1: the comments on the independence uh site Someone says talks about uh the problems with uk policies and then Stephen geneva says Nine million immigrants let in by Miliband and Cameron is the problem. You are too thick to even recognise that. Even my five-year-old knows that if you have more demand for housing than supply, the price goes up. Immigrants have cost the UK £120 billion. Only immigrants from Western Europe actually contribute to the economy. That's the facts, dope. See, those are your people, John. That's the problem here.
0: Fighting Farage blasts critics as the UKIP leader promises a poll shock. I agree. Okay, so... That's the Express, which has come out in support of Farage because Richard Desmond has realised that UKIP is his best chance of getting a seat in the Lords.
1: Yeah. Sanit South, let's see... What are we... What are we up to? There's no new... There's no new data for Sanit South, so we'll see. He'll win. I think he'll win. Uh, So... Can you... Can you do the same thing for the Tories? Is there anything about UKIP or that they've argued for that you would say is correct? Anything at all?
0: Uh, or, well, he says that Nigel Farage says, according to this headline again in The Express, I'd scrap Strictly and Doctor Who and BBC Shake Up, he says. Well, I agree with that. Okay, that seems fair.
1: No, no, what he wants to do is he wants to uh, cut the license fee to 10% and he wants to get rid of uh, pretty much all of the BBC. Uh, he doesn't want them to do any popular programming. No at entertainment, all, he says. Yeah, okay. Yeah, that's just anti BBC crap, but he wants to privatise most oh, of I the Oh, I just thought, the
0: thought it was those two shows he was being no. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> See, no, uh, yeah. came So, yeah. Is there close? anything?
1: Is there anything?
0: No, nothing. It's, it's even
1: more difficult. It's even more difficult than the Tories, isn't it?
0: Actually, oh, I, where is there that?
1: There must and be it... some. We've got to pop, We've got to find. Hunt the policy. There's got to be one thing that by mistake they've gotten right. They clearly. have
0: actually. There, they, they, there is. Let me find. Um, there is. There,
1: I'm Sure, there was something.
0: The UKIP's the Christian manifesto. Oh yes, of course. The Christian manifesto. You're a Christian, so yeah, that's what you'll like. That must be what I like, right? mm Hmm. Of course, there's uh, there's no links to actually that should show it. Well,
1: they're re- they're removing VAT from sanitary products because that's an anti-European thing because it'll have a fight with Europe. So you like that? But that's good. It's not good. Where well, Victoria and I agree that's a stupid policy Why? because because. Um, sanitary products are ridiculously wasteful and unenvironmental you can use reusable ones as indeed victoria and sister and so on does it's it's a it's a stupid uh destructive luxury and if you don't want to use reusable ones then yeah it's a luxury and you pay vat and as you should pay on shavers and razors and anything else so that's nonsense
0: <laughs> how rude mm-hmm. i can't believe you can't just find it anyway in in some of the in that manifesto there was some stuff that was just kind of lifted out okay, scrap I okay i found it now scrap hospital parking charges mm. it's yeah exactly okay. they're just kind of popularity yeah uh so, but it's true it's faith very... there you go john
1: there yes. you go john ukip we will end unfair atos style work capability assessments and return the system and funding to gps you agree with that um i'm not
0: sure if it needs to go to gps scrap the bedroom tax you agree with that well there you go so these are it's interesting those are so those sorts of things scrap the bedroom tax all this sort of stuff they're just they're very easy policies to throw in because they know they're popular but they don't really touch on anything they actually care yeah. about
1: well I, I actually you know john i'm i'm fairly controversial I, I i i don't have any particular problem with what they call the bedroom tax i think that there oh. are exceptions there are exceptions and you should people should be allowed to have that exception but if you are some old duffer living in a huge house and you've got uh, a, a poor family squeezed into another house uh, that they can barely fit into and you've got uh, two spare bedrooms that you're not using tough you but pay for the privilege or you or you allow those people to move in that and that's a perfectly uh, socialist thing to say you know each each according to his ability everyone according to his needs is, is there's nothing wrong with that and i don't see why uh, a couple of selfish old people or one selfish old person rattling around in a big council house should be should have the privilege of doing that why but you when have, there are how who need do you
0: in, how do you make this policy work when you're not punishing people who need those extra rooms for serious disabilities and so forth
1: you know what, do you know how you do that yeah you don't punish people who need
0: those rooms for serious disabilities But how do so you forth. assess that when you're when it's inevitably going to be privatized to deliver it
1: but those are different those are different uh, those are different questions i'm saying if it were properly implemented i think it would be a, a fair policy that a lot of people who i know i mean judy's at a school where there are people who are desperate to you know crammed into tiny little houses they know people who lived down the road that have got two or three spare bedrooms who have no incentive or requirement to move and i think that's unfair wow. And if you're going to do that at least pay for the privilege of doing that Or not pay for that. At least have a reduction in the amount of money that you are given by the state for doing that. There's no problem with that for me. You see, it's interesting when you see it from the other side, and you see people who are suffering from the selfishness caused by people who are taking advantage of there not being that policy. Your 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 opinion changes. And it has to that degree. Now, of course, the real question is, why aren't there enough houses for all these people? And then, of course, that comes out to Thatcher's selling of the council houses. It's which like such laid. a brilliant
0: idea to do it again.
1: Yeah. Uh, it's funny, when I came to this country, 13 years old, and I thought, this is a stupid policy, because once they're all sold, what the hell's going to happen? And I thought, oh, they've obviously, they must have thought of that. And you know what? They didn't. <laughs> so, as as a kid, uh, I w- I was right, which I didn't trust myself.
0: Here's the. You know, I- I need to read you where UKIP stands on Christian issues, the section marriage, brackets, same-sex couples, close brackets, Act 2013.
1: Well, I noticed in education they're going to end sex education, so there you go. I
0: mm. didn't notice that. Mm. I'm sure I read through education, didn't see anything in there about sex ed.
1: Hmm. Waive tuition fees for STEM subjects at university. There you go, she's got Laura's vote.
0: Huh. That's not a bad mm. idea. Anyway, yeah. uh, UKIP opposes... Opposed, sorry, same-sex marriage legislation because it impinged upon the beliefs of millions of people of faith. Mm-hmm. I love this idea. That the, the the allowing other people than them to get mm-hmm. married impinges upon their beliefs. Mm-hmm. I haven't managed to... I've been trying to figure out how this works. Like, how? 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 How does that work? <laughs> it's like, are they being forced into gay marriages they don't want to be in?
1: No, people made people explain that to you on Twitter, though, didn't they? I think Robert Morgan told you. People, well, no, but it, he, did, it,
0: he didn't do a very good explanation because he completely missed the point that this legislation doesn't allow Christian marriages to be conducted. For, it, for for same-sex couples. I have a couple of friends who are trying to get married uh, next year and they can't get married in the church despite both being very committed, loving Christians.
1: I know, because the Church of England made sure that it was against the law for them to do exactly.
0: it. Exactly. So the idea that it impinges upon anything is absolutely gibberish. Next, rushed through Parliament without proper public debate. But without, my, there was no debate. How 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 does some, anything go through Parliament with a public debate? Out of interest, but anyway. It's <laughs> um... an
1: interesting... Again, they're changing the constitution. <laughs> That's right but also there was a huge amount of public debate if I remember it was tedious and lengthy
0: yes. and, uh, and uh, exhausted the legislation is significantly flawed doesn't say how it, does, no. it should have been subject to a review of the state's role in marriage we, shall, we will not repeal the legislation well that's very sweet of them mm-hmm. as it would be grossly unfair and unethical to quote unmarry un, uh, loving couples or restrict further marriages but we will not require churches to marry same-sex couples like the legislation currently doesn't are, well. uh, like the legislation currently forces them not to do exactly church of it In- I, I i know of church of england vicars uh, who would love to be able to marry yep. same-sex couples and have been forced not to by this vile legislation yes um uh, we will also extend the legal concept of reasonable accommodation this is the worst part to give pro- pro- protect sorry that one beer has taken gone straight to my brain um, we will also extend the legal, the legal concept of re- reasonable accommodation to give protection in law to those expressing a religious conscience in the workplace on this issue. It's also horribly badly written, which makes it hard. Well, to we read. know what that means exactly. Don't we? It's, it's undisguised. It's saying they're going to make it illegal for Christians to be abusive to gay people. Yes, or to
1: express their freedom, as as they said. Yes,
0: but you do you have something against that? Do you? It's, I have something against harass, legalised harassment. That's that's perhaps where I draw the line.
1: <laughs> okay, political correctness gone mad. It's
0: is, isn't it? Political correctness gone on holiday to Brussels.
1: Brussels bureaucrats. Well, John, they are going to restrict the right to buy and help to buy schemes to British nationals. <laughs>
0: And my favorite thing is how they they managed to take human trafficking into a UKIP position. Our Christian forefathers fought hard to abolish slavery, and now we must fight to end it in modern day Britain. Our Mm, fight. To be fair, after 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 they um, started it up in the first, yes, indeed, (laughs) they're cleaning up their own mess. (laughs) (laughs) Wilberforce, Wilberforce. Our fight against the detestable crime of human trafficking will start by withdrawing from the European Union. Excellent, because that's that's where it's all done through uh, bureaucrats in Brussels. So yes, the they European them, legislations they send, that allow human they, trafficking.
1: No, didn't they send them here in their in their unbendy bananas?
0: That's true. We yeah. will start by withdrawing from the European Union and controlling our borders. We will increase the numbers of UK border force to catch traffickers, then prosecute, jail, and if applicable, deport anyone convicted of taking part in plying this evil trade. Mm. I love I just love how they slip in, <laughs> leaving the European Union. Mm. because no 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 subject no no matter how serious doesn't demand being demeaned by the ukip actually i
1: found i found an area where ukip we will just agree with them
0: i think i have one too if if it's the same Uh,
1: animal welfare oh no it's not our priorities are to triple the maximum jail sentences for animal cruelty and torture Mm-hmm. sounds fine to me impose lifetime bans on animal care and ownership for anyone convicted of animal cruelty sure tightly regulate animal testing and keep the ban on animal testing for cosmetics well that's fair enough mm-hmm. I don't think we want challenge companies using uh, using animals for testing drugs or other medical treatments on the necessity for this form of testing as opposed to the use of alternative technology uh, that, 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 that can go either way it can be dodgy or it could be fine yeah challenge them that's alright as long as you're not going to ban it which they're not Ban the export of live animals for slaughter. Insist on formal non stun training and certification for all religious slaughtermen and enforce the highest standards. I don't mind that. Although well, that's dog whistling. Remove unnecessary EU restrictions that make local abattoirs unviable, which is again slightly contradictory because a lot of those restrictions are things that are to do with animal welfare. <laughs> well, exactly, aren't. yes. Um, install CCTV in every abattoir monitored by the meat hygiene service and deal severely with any contraventions. That's quite a good idea. I'm surprised that's not happened. It's interesting how
0: the infrastructure works for that, but yes, interesting idea.
1: Yeah. So it's this mishmash of sentimental uh, populist stuff with with, with evil. Well,
0: here's mine. Food banks. Many people who use food banks are more than hungry. They may have problems with debt, family breakdown, addiction and poor physical or mental health or need employment or legal advice. UKIP UKIP will train up and put 800 advisors into 800 food banks to help those most in need get timely help in a single venue. That's a really that's a, good
1: idea. That's a, that is a very good,
0: that's idea. A really as
1: good is, idea. As is again uh, take a zero tolerance approach to, to practices such as female genital mutilation. You know if they actually put that through. That's again it's these, and that's why I think we've got to be very careful um, when we completely demonise every party because you have to say well actually are there some good ideas here? And these are people, some of whom are stupid, some of whom are nasty, some of whom are confused who put together these policies, and yeah. you will find. In that mishmash, some ideas. And I think it's important to to do that. I don't know why I think it's important, because maybe I'm being a bit sentimental in hmm. my old age. But I do think that sometimes in order to criticize these people properly, you have to have a full picture of who they are, which is not always the complete uh stereotype that you would expect. It's 90 percent there. But to ignore the 10% is almost allowing them to get off scot-free. So if, we, if I were to meet a UKIP person, I would say, you know what? I acknowledge these three good policies and hear the rest that are crazy. Yes. I think, that's more, I think that's more, that would be more effective a criticism than saying you're a Nazi.
0: Perhaps it would. And I would say the correct response mm. is if you're thinking, oh, that food bank idea seems really good. Maybe I should vote for UKIP. No, because they're crazy yeah. and they're primarily evil. Um, yes, exactly. So, what you think is, I'm going to steal that policy. Exactly. From them. Steal that policy yeah. and petition your local MP to institute it because it's a good idea. Yeah. that's quite, And it's also quite an easy
1: idea to implement, yes. really. You could just get a few charities together to bolt together and make it happen. So, thanks, UKIP. We'll take that one and throw the rest of you in the toilet and flush the loo
0: <laughs> Excellent. Right. We're going to have gone on for nearly an hour and over well, hold an hour on. 15 minutes, Nick.
1: Your Rev Sue will be angry.
0: Why is that? We, we don't haven't mentioned the about most. The
1: ins- the most important party in this election
0: well they it's fascin- i i i like good tv and SNP winning all of scotland is great television
1: yeah i'll tell you i'll tell you something else though um in as much as natalie Bennett is the worst politician i've ever seen operate um i have to say that sturgeon is one of the best very very good but very i think that's that, that is a backhanded support.
0: compliment is it not
1: no not really and she she operates very well, and, and frankly, I said this to Rose the, the other day. I said, mm-hmm. what, what, "Why the hell have you put up with that awful salmon?" And for his the reply last was superb, and
0: you didn't you didn't give it credit. I didn't think. Mm. He said you but have to you have to bash down the door. Have to have someone bash down the door before you can apply the sword. Mm, I thought that well, was a absolutely. good answer.
1: And I just, I think she's a, she's a very good politician. I look, I, I, I don't trust her. I don't trust her. I don't trust her further than I can throw a fine, but she, and I respect good politicians. That's why I don't respect people like, um, like Miliband. He's, he doesn't plow his trough well. I also think that she, she plays the game well and says the right things and people respond to her in stupid ways, in ways that fall into her traps and that's what you have to do as a politician. Mm-hmm. And she does that. I, I also think that uh, I, I don't but I find the greatest irony in that she's going to be the the the, the kingmaker for a united kingdom. It's hilarious. Great yes. great fun. Um, also I I don't look, the thing about the SNP is that they've sold themselves as this left-wing liberal party. They they're not that. They aren't that. They and and they they've done perfectly uh Numerous alliances with the Tories in Scotland when it suited them, and they have all sorts of unpleasant policies, and and are and, and, and not particularly proud records to stand on when you actually look at what they've achieved and in deeply, Scotland. In deeply, deeply in the pocket of Rupert Murdoch. Yeah, uh, yeah. So let's not let's not romanticise them. On the other hand, I don't see that a a coalition, a loose coalition with Labour, will be a particularly bad thing. Actually. I genuinely don't see that. No, I mean, they, they will
0: likely pull Labour to the left.
1: Yeah, not necessarily even because they believe that, but because that's what would be useful for them to do, mm-hmm. and that happens to be the direction I want them to go, yes. so I won't have a problem with that. Which is why I'm not sure, and this is probably what we'll have to end the podcast on pondering, is why has, well, it's because he's thick, why has Miliband been so unhelpfully insistent and so vocally insistent on his pledge that he was I know the answer I know
0: the answer because because he's well, th- he can't. because he's thick because what happened was the Tories immediately leapt on this as, as a spin. They could say, ah, ha, ha, you all hate the SNP because we've told you to for five years. And, and the, every single UK newspaper, apart from the Scottish Sun, is against them. So it's been preaching this message of the evil of the SNP. I love the Engli- Engli- oh, yes. Eng- 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 English Sun, evil SNP, yes. Scottish Sun, vote SNP. Well, it's because you know, both, it, both, we, the equal sign after both of them says no Labour. Yes. And uh, the nom-dom rule that Labour want to bring in is so terrifying to Murdoch that he, he can't let it happen. Mm, so, yeah. Which is all the more reason to vote Labour, by the way. Um, yeah. The... Uh, oh, you've locked, locked me off my track. Uh, never mind. Um,
1: uh, the evil, evil SMP, and so, therefore, Miliband has to react. Oh, yes, sorry, of course. We have nothing so, yes, to do with him. Exactly. He's so, trying to neutralise the uh, line.
0: If he had any wit, what he would have said is... Um, it, it, why? Why are the Tories so scared of the SNP? Gosh, what is it about them that they're so scared of? It's interesting that they're so scared of this. He could have, hmm. but he's he's driven by two prongs. One is this this desire that people know that he's not going to compromise his manifesto because if he didn't putting out a manifesto and in, in the same week acknowledging it could be compromised would make him would absolutely the other parties uh, tear uh, him apart
1: he'd be Clegg the second exactly and
0: the second reason is that um he desperately wants people in Scotland to vote Labour and the belief the the belief is if there's going to be a uh, some form of government with the two of them aligned um then why not if you're in Scotland and you want a Labour government well just vote SNP then because you'll get the Labour government and and the SNP in your area yeah. Um, so you get the, all the benefits of a Labour government instead of a Tory, but uh, all the but you don't have the disadvantages of having a local Labour government in their eyes. So he's desperately trying to uh, make people not go down that route and say, no, 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 voting SNP won't get you a Labour government. It will get you a... And, ladies and gentlemen, that's where Nick's hard drive space ran out. <laughs> so we've missed the ending of the episode. However... It's important to say that Nick gave his prediction for the election result. I can quickly summarise. He said the Conservatives will go just ahead and then they will pursue their lie about the British Constitution, about how the person with the high percentage of the vote should be the first chance to form a government. And he believes they will along with UKIP, uh, Ulster and so forth. And then they will do a deal with the SNP. They'll offer them Devo Max um, on the condition that their first example of uh, the being independent in this sense is that they will abstain from voting in the Queen's speech. And that's his theory. And then um, this is mine. And then it ends. So sorry about that. This is true. Well, I would like to say my prediction is that the Conservatives, I think you're right, the Conservatives will get a, the higher majority of votes. But when that majority, I'm sorry to sidetrack again, but it's so funny looking at 33, 34 percent. I'm used to seeing 45 percent uh, for these numbers. Two lots of 45. And now it's at the low threes. A, literally a third of the vote is enough to get you into power. is very strange politics. But anyway, um, yes, I think the Conservatives will edge just ahead of Labour. I think there will be a protracted weeks and weeks of tedium. And I think there will be courts brought in. I think there will be absolute mayhem. And then, and I think we could end up with a minority Conservative government and another election in a few months' time. That's my prediction. <laughs> Woo! <laughs> bye bye.